Burgalicious definition make them boys go loco. They want my treasure so they get their pleasures from my photo. You can see me, you can't squeeze me. I ain't easy, I ain't sleazy. I got reasons why I tease them. Boys will come and go like seasons. Burgalicious, so delicious. But I ain't promiscuous. And if you are suspicious, all that shit is fictitious. I blow kisses. Get the boys on rock, rock, and they be lining down the block just to watch what I got. Stuff on your mind, you're feeling unclear. Just hop on the mic and speak without fear. Let's air out. Oh, what is going on, ladies and folks? It's your boy Aaron here of Aaron Air Out fame coming to you on another Sunday. I uh, I moved the podcast to Mondays, so I would have like plenty of time between Wednesday and Monday to edit the podcast. And now on back-to-back weeks, we've recorded Sunday night podcast. Well, it's like 4 p.m. today. But Sunday podcast, I'm going to have to edit and slap out for Monday. So hopefully I'm recording this one early enough that I can edit it tonight and have it up before like 8 p.m. tomorrow. Get it. Hopefully you're listening to this on Monday morning, or it was up on Monday morning. I don't think most people listen to it on Monday morning, you know? But uh, yeah, I've been a, been a lazy boy, been a very lazy boy lately. Coming home from camping, haven't, haven't done a whole lot of much, not a whole lot of much getting done. I am, I'm not even done unpacking my car from camping. Honestly, I took in, I left like half, I left all my groceries in my car uh, last Sunday. And then at work, I didn't have a lunch. So I just grabbed the peanut butter jam and bread that I had left in my trunk from camping that I never opened. And just have been eating that, left it in the work fridge. It was uh, absolutely liquid peanut butter when I busted it out and I caught some heat in the lunchroom for that. For my gross peanut butter and jam sandwiches. But look at me now. I just, uh, every lunch period, I just uh, go pick up my, my bread and peanut butter and jam from the fridge and I'm, I'm cruising. I don't have to wake up and make lunch in the morning. It's really, uh, it's a genius move, you know? I buy groceries, then I bring them to my house to then make a sandwich to then bring to work. Seems like I can just cut off the middleman, get groceries, bring them to work, make lunch at work. Like, it seems way simpler. I don't know why everyone doesn't do that. So, really got to see how I can push the boundaries of this, you know? Can I start bringing some meats and cheeses in there? Get some lettuce in the fridge, make like make some subs? Or I feel like uh, the more I bring in, the more it's susceptible to uh, getting nabbed, you know? I don't know what uh, what the food policy is like in this fridge here. I don't, I don't use it too much. Most people just have, like, lunch bags in there. And there's like a bunch of condiments and sodas so i don't know i don't know what the deal is i'm gonna see you know how far i can push the limits how much stuff can aaron keep in this fridge before management's like hey aaron you gotta you gotta cut it out you're like are you living here what's going on you having trouble at home no i'm not i'm not i'm just incredibly lazy i've got my room is just full of laundry it's uh if your room is a representation of like how your life's going i think uh mine's a little messy i guess <laughs> my life's in a 
though, but just a more like lazy mess though, you know? It's not like garbage all around, it's just my stuff. It's just strewn all about, and I don't know what's going on. Laundry, mostly laundry, but some shoes, and some art stuff. No, socks. My socks are taking an absolute beating at this job, and there's just crusty green socks strewn all about, and I'm losing socks. I lose socks left and right. I lose socks, I lose sunglasses and headphones. That's why I can never buy expensive headphones or sunglasses. I just took like $20 pairs because at some point they're gone. And I just, I got no idea. Right now I've already lost a pair of sunglasses this year. I had them like two weeks ago and now they're gone. Um, don't know where my Bluetooth headphones are. That's like an annoying thing at work. We can listen to music, but my headphones don't have like a five hour charge. So if I don't charge them after the work day, I just got no headphones and that's a... Uh, it's a bummer. Listening to just lawnmower sounds all day, it uh, it gets to you. It gets to your your mental, your mentality. But I gotta, I'll figure this stuff out. I'll get less lazy at some point, you know. Become uh, start acting like a, a 27 year old. I am speaking of which. I'm just recording this. I just got out of bed, 4:18 p.m. You know, came home from work at 9:30. Got home from work at 9:30. End up just uh ate two breakfast sandwiches, a cookie, and just crawled in the bed, and then had done nothing all day. Absolutely nothing. I'm still in my underwear, just topless. I was like, I gotta get up and do something. Just record the podcast. And here we are. Just another lazy Sunday with Aaron. I haven't painted in... I don't know how long, because I, uh, I didn't date the uh, the octopus painting. Like a rookie, I gotta check the, the video file to see when I actually painted that, so I can mark it on there. But just have not painted in a week, have not played guitar in two weeks, have not practiced my animation drawing in two weeks, have not done anything outside of work and the podcast in the past two weeks. And it's not, it's not like way, it's weighing on me. It's starting to weigh on me more, I think. Like initially I was like, this is fine. I'm cruising. Work, nap, eat, work out, sleep again, and rinse and repeat. And that's my, that's my week's. But uh, I feel like I st want to start doing more again. Uh, it's nice to have like uh, things to look forward to doing when you come home. And uh, yeah, I need some some exterior output, um, some kind of creative outlet once again. So I got to get back to painting. I just don't know what to paint. I come up with ideas and I don't write them down, and then I forget what they are. And I was like, oh well, I'm sure it was a brilliant one. Like I want to paint that hot dog toasting his buns on the barbecue, like the. You know, like how people photocopy their butts and like the, the cliche party scene and like of office parties, photocopying your butt and then sending the pictures all around. I want to do like that picture, but it's a hot dog on a barbecue. I haven't gotten around to doing it. So we'll see if I ever do. I haven't even made any videos, any progress on videos or nothing. Just, uh, yeah, I'm at the point where I don't know, you know, do you ever feel like you're just not going to be great at anything? In life, you know, you're just going to be mediocre at everything. You watch, you know, you watch athletes, you watch, you know, professional artists, you watch musicians, and they're all like, these people are hyper, like extremely talented at that one thing they do. And I watch that and I'm like, I don't think I have what it takes to get there. Like, I don't think I have that work output and that work ethic to like, even when I don't want to do it, to keep doing it. Because I can do that for maybe like a week or two. But uh, beyond that, I just, like, when I don't want to do something, I just stop doing it. And then I just go back to uh, being lazy and lying in bed and watching a lot of YouTube, watching a lot of Netflix. 
And then, uh, and then I feel bad about doing that. And then I try to pick the stuff up again, do that for like two weeks and then rinse and repeat. We're back to, back to bed and sleeping a lot. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I have that in me, you know, it's weird. Like, are you just born with that innate ability to just like do stuff when you hate doing it? Like, I mean, I've had jobs like working at Wessex doing the, the poop spreading. That was an absolutely miserable job doing that like 70 hours a week. Only across five days as well. 70 hours in five days. Um, and like I hated it, but I still did it every single day. Cause at least I was getting paid, which is like an immediate reward on it. You know, it's not rewarding. Was it intrinsically? Intrinsic rewards are... Uh, you probably just heard my phone go off there. I gotta remember to mute that. Just my soccer team seeing what's going on. I don't think I'm gonna go tonight though. I'm, I'm just... I'm not in it. I'm letting the team down. I know that. They lost 18 nothing last week when I didn't show up, and I am their star defenseman. But it's supposed to rain tonight, and I just I, I feel like i got to get my life in order, get my ducks in a row uh, before I can... Uh, I'm actually kind of regretting signing up for soccer, honestly, because it seems like there's a lot of opportunities to golf on Sundays. And then, like, I signed up for soccer because I was like, oh, I'll make some friends, I'll meet new people. But now, like, I'm hanging out with my coworkers more, so, like, I'd rather golf with them because we seem to have more in common than like my soccer team and i see my coworkers every day so like it makes more sense that we're you know getting along better than the people i see for an hour and a half every sunday um but what was i saying before that i don't have the work ethic to be a great um and then it's like uh it's a very demotivating feeling because it's like if it's not if i'm not gonna be great if i don't think i can be great what's the point in doing this period you know if i'm just gonna be mediocre i don't really have to work at being mediocre it just just happens i just am yeah so that's kind of that's kind of where my mindset's at not a great one not a strong one you know just kind of going through the motions for the past for the past few weeks it seems like i said on the camping trip it was uh it was fun i enjoyed myself but there's a lot of places where i like feel like i let myself down and I didn't uh, take full advantage of the opportunity i had when i was out there i feel like i've been doing that a lot lately really not taking taking a full advantage of what uh you know what this opportunity here in Waterloo has done for me, which, uh, yeah. Have I moved the needle since coming out here, you know, trying to search for life? I don't know. In my, uh, I feel like socially I've gotten better, you know, starting to break out of my shell more, get more comfortable, uh, you know, just, um, uh, speaking my mind and stuff like that. But like I said, last week, the, the big table energy just is not, not existent. Just can't can't do the big crowds yet. Can't do big crowds, or I can't. I struggle also one on one because when it's like it's a fifty fifty swap of who's doing the conversation, I'm not holding up my fifty percent. Like I just, again, I think I'm boring, and I don't want to bring up topics. Cause I'm like, I don't want to bore you, so you do most of the talking. I'll ask you questions about your thing, and then we can just ignore me. So, still got stuff to work on in that regard. But uh, speaking of social situations, can we? Um, can I describe the taco situation and kind of, kind of clear the air? The taco, the taco incident. Everyone's been talking about it. It's been on the news all over the place. Everyone's probably heard about what happened with Aaron at Taco Tuesday. Where are the missing tacos? So, Tuesday nights, like I said, been a few weeks ago. Uh, the the Westmount Greens team goes out for Taco Tuesdays at a. I don't even know if I want to say the bar because there's not enough people listening to it, but it also feels weird telling people where I'm going to be on Tuesdays, you know, just in case, just in case. So uh, we go out to this bar for Taco Tuesdays and uh, the original plan, uh, the original place was just 
jam-packed this Tuesday. Couldn't get in. We had like 12 people or something. I don't know. A big number, 10 people. Uh, and there just was not a, like a big enough table for all of us. It was going to be like a half hour wait at least. So we're like, okay, let's go down the road. There's another bar that has Taco Tuesdays. We'll check that out, you know? Get a comparison of the tacos. Weigh the pros and cons of each place. And then we got a better idea next week, you know? Who's the Taco Tuesday king in Waterloo? So we go to this new bar and uh, sit in the back patio. Plenty of room. Bar is actually pretty empty, which maybe that was a, a sign. There's not a lot of people in here. Whereas the other bar, Taco Tuesday bar is packed. So, you know, kind of like a McDonald's and uh, not McDonald's. What's a shitty burger chain? Uh, Little Richard's Burgers. I don't think it's a burger chain, but you get you get the gist of what I'm saying. So we're, we're chilling in this big wide open patio. Waitress comes by, gives us menus, then absolutely just disappears for 45 minutes. Like just forgot about us. You know, she must have gone home. She had to like some she had some laundry to change over or something. She just completely vanished. We're all like, what's going on here, dude? I don't remember. I think we ordered drinks early on too. And then the drinks took like 25 minutes to come out. Um, so the way just a little spacey. And like I said, it wasn't that busy. We walked through the bar to get to the back patio. There wasn't a lot of people inside. Uh, there wasn't a lot of people on the back patio. It was like a few tables filled up. So it didn't look like she was busy with a bunch of other tables. You know, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. So... We all order our food. Uh, the taco deal was way worse. Uh, the first taco deal was like, at this first bar we usually go to, it was like four tacos for $3 or something like that. Four tacos for two fifty or something. Something is a great deal for tacos. This place was $2 a taco. Uh, not good, not good. And it was a hard shell versus soft shell, which I mean, that wasn't a game changer for me. That was not a deal breaker. I'm cool with the soft shell taco, but uh, I, I gotta turn that off. All right, sorry about that. I had to mute the phone. Oh uh, yeah, two dollar tacos, ground beef or pulled pork, soft tacos. More toppings on these ones. Uh, so it was disappointing off the bat. I wanted to go in and get twelve tacos. That was my plan from the start. I'm not getting twelve two dollar tacos. I'm not spending twenty four dollars on tacos when I haven't even tried one taco. So I get one of each taco: one pulled pork, one ground beef. Uh, the two guys across from me that I was chatting with, one got two ground beef the other guy got two pulled pork and then uh, some other people at the table ordered tacos so we're out of the food we're like this is probably gonna take an hour and a half she's got to make all the food by herself she's got to run to the grocery store grab all the ingredients we're gonna be it's gonna be ages before we're actually eating uh actually killed it like 16 minutes record time and uh so there's like three waitresses come out to bring the food because there's like like a 10 person table there's a lot of food coming out of the kitchen and they're holding like all the trays of tacos like okay who got pulled pork? And none of us really say anything. We're all like hoping they'd figure it out. And like, okay, who got ground? We got two pulled pork. So who, who got two pulled pork? And I was like, at one point, I was just like, okay, I got I got one of each. So, because they asked, like, who, who got what? I got one of each. And they hand me a tray of pulled pork and a tray of ground beef. And there's two tacos on each. So I'm like, okay, that's actually not bad. So I got two, two pulled pork tacos, two ground beef tacos. The guys across me got a tray of two ground beef, two pulled pork. So in my head, I'm like, okay, they got an order of ground beef. He got an order of ground beef. He got an order of pulled pork. And I got an order of each. Therefore, I should have more tacos. We get, we're, the waitress is clearly wrong. You get two tacos for $2, uh, kind of a sweet deal. And people are pointing out like, wow, you got four tacos and your regular meal? Cause I did get a backup meal as well in case the tacos suck. That's like, it was a smart like planning. I'm not gonna go there, eat two crappy tacos. And like, that's, that's it, that's all I ate for four dollars and drank 
Coke, you know? So I got my four tacos in front of me. The boys across from me got their tacos. I just dive in once all the food comes out. I eat the four tacos first, you know, kind of, I wanted to test them out, see how they're doing. I was a little weirded out, like, why did I get, I was, I was like, why did I get so many tacos? Like, it doesn't feel quite right, but uh, based on my logic of, I got two orders, one of each, these guys both got an order, like, I was just forgetting what the ordering process was, and now, like, I'm, we're in the clear. And then as soon as I house these tacos in, like, 45 seconds, just wolf them right down, because I was starving after this, like, hour-long wait we've had since we got to this bar. Uh, the guy beside me like, turns to look at me and he goes, uh, so what are the chances you think I get my pulled pork tacos? And immediately, like, okay, I ate this guy's taco for sure. 100% I ate his taco. He got a single pulled pork taco. And then down the table, another guy's like, yeah, I'm also missing a ground beef taco. And then the, you know, the gears really start turning. Okay, yeah, I had two extra tacos, uh, one extra ground beef, and one extra pulled pork. Ate both of them. So, am I going to confess to this, though, to him? No, no chance. He says, "What am I gonna? Get? What are the chances to get my pulled pork taco?" I go, "I don't know. Pretty slim, I think. You know, she's not. She's not really on her A game." As I willingly just wolfed down his taco right beside him, he knew for sure. He definitely knew. I think everyone on the table caught on very early that I ate the extra tacos. So the waitress comes back. She's like, "Hey, is everything okay?" And the two guys are like, "Yeah, we're missing a pulled pork taco and a ground beef taco." And which is like, "Okay, interesting." So I brought out eight tacos um so two for the guy across from me two for the other guy across from me that's four two for me one of each that's six one for the guy beside me one for the guy down the table that's eight there are eight tacos ordered she goes i brought out eight tacos did anybody get any extra tacos i am silently sitting there with my two empty trays of tacos stacked on top of each other don't say a word I'm just i'm shrugging my shoulders like <laughs> no idea honestly it's a it's one of the greatest mysteries, you know? It's like, uh, what's that flying girl's name? Amelia Earhart, you know? We just, we're never gonna know what happened with these tacos. They're just gone, ma'am. No, no idea. She's like making eye contact with me, like clearly seeing the two trays in front of me. I'm just, no, no, no clue what happened. So she leaves, comes back a second time. She's like, so everyone's sure that they didn't get any extra tacos, you know? There was, we brought eight to the table and it seems like we're missing two. And I'm still, fully committed to not confessing to it not admitting to it no one's at the table saying anything like aaron you you got some extra tacos there i thought there's no way no way i'm owning up to it at this point it's been i'm too far deep into the lie it's not happening so uh she leaves and ends up they have to order two more tacos to bring them out and i got away i was waiting for my bill to come see if she's gonna charge me for four tacos she charged me for two tacos so i, I got away with it i ate those two free tacos Honestly, they weren't great tacos. They weren't that great. They were the first place was much better, uh, just in terms of the idea of what a taco. Like I wanted a hard shell taco, ground beef. Like, uh, I mean, Taco Tuesday tacos, like the American style, like old El Paso tacos you make at the kitchen table, where you just a big bowl of ground beef mix and you just scoop it into your taco, lettuce, cheese, sour cream, salsa. You know, super basic. Not really a taco. Like uh, a taco in air quotes is what it really is and uh these other tacos were closer to i'd say like what you'd expect for a taco and uh they're worse they're worse but i got two free ones and then as soon as we got back in the car i'm like yeah i 100 ate those tacos and, and i was like i knew it i knew you ate the tacos i didn't want to say anything but i knew it you did not order four tacos like yeah it's fine it's my bad this on me so that was the uh that was the taco incident i uh just housed 
two tacos to my coworkers. One of them, one of my manager's tacos. Actually, yeah, one manager tacos, and then a boyfriend of a coworker. I ate his taco too. So, uh, my my bad, Pat and David. You know, David's got a great sense of the Waterloo region. I did say I showed him out on the podcast. So, kudos to that. Thanks for driving me around, and thank you for the taco. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So that was my uh, that was my Tuesday incident. That was the two taco Tuesdays in one week I felt like I didn't stay enough the next week I ate someone else's tacos so who's who knows what's coming up on uh on next week's taco Tuesday anything can happen at taco Tuesday man uh what else did I get up to this week so I taco Tuesday Monday night what I do Monday night Monday night we were lifting we got the first lift session in we uh we bought a rack a little squat rack a little bench press a little you know Lifting some heavy weights with the boys. Ethan and Martin are much stronger than I am. I'm a much smaller man than them. And I'm not like a small man. So that's a, I think that says a lot of their their size. But uh, we did some deadlifts and overhead press and some bicep curls on Monday. We were going to do squats, but the squat rack is just, uh, they sent this one not tall enough. So uh, it's supposed to be six feet tall. It's only five feet tall. So you couldn't get like under it to squat. Uh, so we just had to stick with the... Whatever workouts we could do, uh, overhead press and deadlifts, as I said. I've never been a heavy lifter guy. Whenever I go to the gym, I'm like 12 reps, three sets, you know, going for like cardio and like explosive power is what I've been going for with the kettlebell too. So it's uh, been a whole new experience in me uh, lifting. Monday was also, uh, I should mention, it was like 35 degrees outside. Like I'd been outside all day, had like 30,000 steps at work, like a crazy hot day mowing mowing the grass and then to come home take a quick nap and then yoga to go back outside to lift it was a it was a tough day it was a tiring day but i got through it like i said i'm in this weird laziness that if someone else is involved i won't be lazy but as soon as it's just myself involved we just we put our feet up we just we shirk responsibilities for whatever reason for whatever only benefits me and doesn't benefit anyone else which i guess lifting does only benefit me but it's more like the the social aspect of hanging out with ethan and martin i didn't want to let them down in that aspect you know you don't want to be the one guy that's like oh i can't make it today you know i'm feeling a little sick which i'm not going to soccer today because it might it might rain a little bit and i'm feeling tired but i'm gonna tell them that no no i'm gonna treat it like two tacos that i say for free i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut um yeah so we lifted uh i did deadlift one time uh 2012 i want to say like 10 years ago and i ruined my back because i didn't know good form and the guy was teaching me just like maybe go way too heavy to start off and i was just i was hobbling around like quasimodo for a week after deadlifting so i was hesitant to deadlift with these guys but uh they gave me some good tips they washed my form you know we didn't go too crazy heavy i got up to 225 which is two plates which i was surprised with i was uh felt good although i don't think my form was great for the five reps i did at 225 i kind of lost it and after two or three reps so in the future i'm just gonna go lighter and kind of really get this get my form down you know but uh after that lifting session and figuring out that the rack was too low we had to return the rack on wednesday some guy came and picked it up so we're back to rackless so i have not we worked out like a deadlift workout session on wednesday but i have not done anything since which uh I'm not, I'm not complaining, but it would be cool to like get jacked. Um, as I'm looking at myself in this camera here, there's a, 
a lot of a lot of jiggly bits still you know not a lot of solid firm muscle just a lot of a lot of areas for you to grab if i were like falling out of a plane or something you could just you could grab a, a wad of this fat sticking somewhere and i'm kind of good so as as a, as a survival and like a safety aspect it is nice to have these love handles and there's these kind of jiggly tits but it would be cool to be like just a deezed a giant dude pushing a lawnmower and i'm just gonna be crispy some mahogany surgical gloves when you see these this forearm farmer's tan it's absolutely insane but uh yeah i'm gonna be in great shape if we get this rack back lifting three times a week walking thirty thousand steps a day doing yoga every day oh i went for like a long walk after work one day too because it's just a nice evening like this is enjoyable i might do that again today honestly maybe charge up the headphones just go for a little walk but it's supposed to rain so who knows but uh yeah i just like walking just like a, i'm like a dog just love someone take me for a walk please you know if you haven't heard from me for a while you want to do something just ask me to go for a walk i'd love it um yeah yeah my phone uh completely segue list into this new segment I'm just gonna jump right in my phone charge has been giving me trouble i uh i buy like the three packs of usb-c phone chargers i got an android so and like the joys of usb-c is that you can put them in any direction you know there's no wrong way it's like the lightning cables it's not just jam it in you're good to go but uh both the cables in my car and the cable out of my room are just like they're just getting messed up because i've had them for a while you know they get stepped on they get rolled on over the the seats the 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 office chairs you know you step on them yeah you do what you do all kinds of things with these cables and like the little tip the charging tip that goes in the phone gets like gets like pushed out and gets like a little angled and now at this point it is such a hyper specific way i have to plug in my phone to get it to charge um because it's like fat it's a fast charging thing but if it's not quite incorrectly it'll be like this is gonna take five hours to charge whereas if you get the fast charge it's like max an hour and a half to charge so constantly like every night before bed i have to like take five minutes to like put in my charger take it out put in my charger take it out flip it around take it out it does only charge in one direction but i find if you put it in the wrong way take it out and flip it around you've got a pretty good chance of getting that fast charge connection but it's just it's a constant battle of plug it in four hour charge take it out plug it in four hour charge take it out plug it in four hour charge take it out flip it around plug it in nothing take it out flip it around plug it in hour and a half charge and now gently place my phone down on the ground as to not disturb the cable and we're good to go and i had a problem the other day that my phone like died went down to zero it died at work so it was like uh charging it i couldn't tell when i was at the four hour charge or like the what's it called the hour and a half the fast charge so i had to like gamble a bunch of times trying to get just trying to get like a two percent charge on my phone so i could turn it on and then see that notification and it was a it was a real struggle so i think uh I could just buy new charging cables for like $15. That seems like the simplest solution. I have been dealing with this issue for months now at this point. Like first the charger would only work in one direction. So I can only put it on one way. And now this whole like, like the diffusing a bomb, trying to delicately place my charger and then place it down so I can get, just get, just get a little bit of juice in my phone. Yeah. That's a, that's something I've been dealing with guys. That's something that's going on in my life. That's, very it's a very tough problem you know there's a lot of things going on in the world and that's what i'm dealing with right now a, a shoddy phone charger um the boys were up this weekend the boys were up and this was the first weekend that i really really took an l on the the sleep schedule for 
for going to work because I work this weekend up up for work. Oh, I got to be at work for 5.30 every day. And uh, Friday night, we were heading to Church Alarms to go listen to Tyler Fly, Tyler Fry and the Mile Highs play, Ethan's band. Uh, Will and Chris came over. Will came up because we were golfing on Saturday. Chris came over to hang out. So we walked over to the bar to watch Ethan, Ethan perform, and uh, it was a great gig. Honestly, it, that they kill it. They crush it. They put on a great show. Um, it's very cool to see. Like I hear Ethan practicing drums on his electronic kit, but it just sounds like he's playing rock band uh, for like an hour and a half. So I don't really get like the musical. I don't hear like. It, I mean, it sounds like he's hitting those drums real good. You know, he's hitting them pretty fast. But I can't be like. I don't hear like the cymbals or the toms. Like I don't hear what's actually being output other than just the pads going. So like I don't get to hear any of the songs that he's hearing in his head. So it's a uh, very cool to actually hear. Uh, it on a real kit, uh, much more enjoyable of a of an experience than just hearing it on a, an electronic kit without the sound. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Ethan is a absolutely killer drummer. Um, it's like honestly watching those guys did make me be like, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I kind of want to play more guitar. Like seeing how good they are and how good like just consistent practices. Like I mean, I see Ethan's practice. He's not practicing like seven hours a day. He's, it's like a a very manageable like Ethan's got as much time as I if not Ethan's got less time than I do I don't know I'm not I'm not comparing schedules here but I definitely have time to practice guitar as much as Ethan practices drums it's just like uh it's, he's got like a he has to drum I feel like you know when he's just he's, and he's listening to this too it's, just, it's weird to have this like uh I'm gonna have a conversation about him and then he's gonna listen to it and then we're gonna have have the conversation in person so we'll see we'll see how right or wrong I am but like if you ever been around Ethan, he's just whenever he's sitting still, he's jumping on drumming on his legs. He pulls produces drumsticks from anywhere, when, anywhere you are, wherever you you could be out on a hike. He pulls out drumsticks out of his back pocket and starts drumming on his legs. You're in a movie theater, drumsticks. You're in a restaurant, drumsticks. Like wherever you go, the, the man's just got drumsticks. He's got drumsticks just stored around the world, just for any wherever he thinks he's gonna go. He goes ahead of time, plants some drumsticks so he can just pull them out and then drum on his legs and drum on whatever. And he's, the man's always drumming. I am not always strumming, you know, I, uh, I air guitar when I listen to music like anyone does, but I'm not like constantly thinking about like, oh, playing guitar and like, I hear a song I'm like, oh, I want to learn this song so bad. I don't have that. I'm just like, I'm learning guitar. I think it's cool. It's kind of, it's like a little, a little fun hobby, but, uh, I don't know. I don't have that goal to be like an amazing guitarist and like a performing musician, but then seeing Tyler Fry and the Mile Highs perform. It was like, man, this is a, it's such a cool talent that you get to share with people, you know, being able to like, I mean, writing your own songs, that's their originals were really good. Yeah. They're really good. Like, uh, I couldn't tell the difference between the originals and like just songs I didn't know that were already popular. Um, yes, yeah, so that was super exciting to watch. Uh, super encouraging. And I mean, we'll see if it actually makes a difference. I do start playing guitar again this week. But um, yeah, I think it also saw all this, all these new plans. I'm gonna start with just cleaning my room. You gotta clean your room. You gotta clean up the castle before you go clean up the the village, the city. So yeah, it'd be nice to get back to some creative things. Be nice to start doing that. But uh, as I was saying, Friday night the boys were up. We were at that gig, and originally my plan they they went on at nine. They were playing till about midnight. And originally my plan was like, I'm going to go from nine till 10 and then I'm going to head home, get a, like get six hours of sleep, 
go to work and then we'll golf the next day and i'll be fine i'll be well rested and then on the walk there i'm like it's already 9 30 there's no way i'm gonna turn around and walk back home for 10 o'clock so i just, i'm like i'm gonna take the l I'm just gonna stay up till midnight or whatever and then go to work on like three hours of sleep and i'll be you know it's a four hour shift i'll be fine uh and then 12 o'clock ended up turning into like 2 30 i would i got in bed at 2 30 uh, the alarm was set for 4 30 which is very disappointing when you see that alarm going off in two hours and 29 minutes or whatever um and then uh it was a tough wake up it was a very tough wake up on saturday we were i mean i didn't drink which it would have it would have been way worse if i was still drinking and i was like hung over and tired but i was just like uh off uh we smoked a lot of weed friday night you know the community bowl is back in session the community bowl is back if you if you go by the backyard you'll see it sitting on the back table the community bowl has been unretired it's been cleaned it's ready to go which that is such a i have so many paraphernalia for like smoking weed in like high-tech ways and then yet my my go-to method is just a coke zero bottle and a pen like it's a very i think that describes me a lot i think that uh if if there is anything to describe what kind of person i am i think that that fact right there would uh, tell you a lot i got a 300 hundred dollar puffco peak sitting in my closet in barry and i'm using a coke zero old <laughs> a recycled coke zero bottle a bix pen and then we make tin foil bowls to uh, fix the rest it's like a like a one dollar it's less less than one dollar bong and it, it works great honestly um, but we were doing that and then, uh, we got a, had like a nicotine vape as well, which I don't like, I don't get nicotine anyway. So like just the head rush I get from nicotine and we got this big ass, they have this big ass vape. It's like a lightsaber handle, I swear called the hell beast. And then they got some, this thing called salt Nick. It was like a 20% nicotine salt Nick, very high percent, just the head rush you get. It was absolutely insane. And it kind of balanced out the weed, but, uh, yeah, just waking up saturday morning my throat is just absolutely cooked from just the the weed vape and the community bowl and the nicotine vape and just a lot of a lot of hot air was going down my throat friday night and uh yeah it was not a pleasurable wake up but honestly once i got to work and like got moving it was it was fine and uh it's that's kind of the nice thing about having like an outdoor active job is you can wake up pretty easily from being tired uh, and then like I performed, I performed absolutely great though. I was cutting lasers out on the, on the greens and even Friday, dude, I was cutting those approaches so beautifully. Like, uh, I think I finished the entire course in three hours, which is a new personal record for me. I got to see what the, what the record is for the rest of the employees, but I feel like three hours might be the lower limit of how fast you can do it. I don't know if I could get down to see if I can get down to like 245. It'd be, it has to be so pristine though. Um, yeah, I performed great on Saturday, got all my job done. No one suspected anything. I might've still been a little bit baked, honestly, when I got into work, but still, I'm just, I'm a high performance on low sleep. I just, uh, you can't slow this train down. Mentally, I was slower, but like the output was still up there. It was still up to par. So after that super sleepy day, uh, I said, I was like, I'm going to come home and just just sleep until we were golfing at 3 15 so the plan was just to come home sleep from 9 30 till 1 30 when we got to hit the driving range and then uh, go golf and uh that's exactly what i did slept for three hours honestly the th- waking up after the three hour nap 
felt worse than like the two hours of sleep I got Friday night. Like that, uh, just my body really needed it. And then three hours was not enough. And, uh, yeah, that was a tough wake up after that nap. But then we golfed and it, I felt absolutely great on the golf course. I was hitting some nice shots. I mean, I shot a 117, the goal was to break 110, but a lot of those like missed shots were from putts and like my, my play on the, like the tee box and the fairways and like all the chipping, like that was, it was way better than anything I've ever done before. Chris really got me dialed in and got like a better swing going for me. So I'm excited to play more golf. Like after that result, even Will's like, wow, I'm very impressed with how Aaron's playing. Like uh, best round of, best back nine I've ever seen you play. And uh, it felt like it. It felt like it. I think I shot like a, a 53 on the back and a 63 on the front. So shaved off 10 strokes. And uh, I mean, a 53. On, if I shot a 53 on the back, 53 on the front, I would have broken 110. So it's in my wheelhouse for sure. Just got to get those putts dialed in. But uh, yeah, Will and Chris were, uh, they were getting into just about everything on the golf course. You know, they brought some crown. They brought, we had that Nick vape with us, which that, Talk about making it difficult to approach a tee box shot when you're absolutely covered, not covered, filled with nicotine. Just rip a big Nick vape and then walk up to your tee shot. You're wobbling all around, can't focus on your ball. You try and look at the target. It's just you're seeing fuzzy stars. Like, I got no idea what I'm looking at. You're cross-eyed staring at the ball and then you try and hit it and you just duff it four yards. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But when you get the right amount of nicotine in you, ooh, I was striping them pure, honestly. Uh, and then the boys were getting to the drink, and oh man, 18th hole. Yeah, we're leaving the 17th green. It's a long cart path to get back. It's like uh, we're playing at Gray Silo, and there's like a nature trail on the same property as the golf course. So it's like a lot of long, like to get in and out of the course, like after, like to get to hole one and get back to 18. It's like a long meandering trail. So it's a long drive on like a forested trail. Not, not a lot of room for other than like the width of a golf cart, maybe like a golf cart and a half on the trail. Um, so we get into this trail and Chris very quickly is like, Oh, I forgot my wedge. Like I gotta, I gotta go back for it. Um, and then I was just gonna, my plan was to ride back with Ethan and will. So I was like sat on the dash of the cart, like facing will in the passenger seat. And then Chris was trying to just flip the car around. He's very drunk at this point, had a lot of nicotine He's uh, just trying to turn the car around so he can head back to the, the 17th green where he left his wedge. And he uh, butchers the three-point turn, just like into the bush, backs back into the bush, straight into the bush, back back in the bush, and then finally gets it around us so he can like drive back past us, like half in the ditch, half on the cart path. And then uh, kind of right where we stopped is kind of like right on a turn, like a slight, like a gradual turn, not a, not a super sharp 90 degree turn, but like a, like a 45 degree curve, you know, if that makes sense, like kind of in between a 90 and a, a straight line. Um, and Chris, he tries to like cut around us, but he just does not have enough space. And he starts going too much into the, the marsh and into the ditch. And he's like, his front wheels are like fully into this ditch and he's not making it. We're like, Chris, you stop. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. He just flips into reverse and just reverses right back into us. T-bones us real hard. <laughs> just absolutely crushes us. And we're dying laughing. It's honestly hilarious seeing, seeing a drunk guy drive a golf cart. Uh, so Chris hops out and just kind of like scratching his head, looking at what he can do. 
Uh, and then Will kind of hops out of the passenger seat and just silently walks into the driver's seat. And we're like, okay, yeah, Will. Will drives a lot. He drives a lot. He drives a lot of golf carts. Just follows. He just doesn't change the wheel. Just hits the gas. Drives just straight into the marsh even deeper. Just <laughs> guns it. Uh, that's when we realize, oh, yeah, Will's the drunker of the two. We should not have let him try and figure out this golf cart issue. So he bottoms out the cart. It's stuck going the wrong way on this 18th cart path deep in the in the rhubarb. Uh, so the boys, we have to get Will and Chris to start pulling and lifting as I'm like just crushing reverse on the cart until it catches something. And we get the cart out finally and uh, get it back on the cart path. But man, that was honestly the highlight of all these golf trips are usually not like I played really well golf, but like it's never the golf that is the highlight. It's like uh, Chris and Will just beaching a golf cart into the into the rhubarb and then uh last last time was will just absolutely torching this hockey player after our golf breakfast man there's a fun times with those guys though that's a that's a really fun group i like golf with them we have a, a lot of good times and then after that it took us like a six hour it was like a six hour golf round we are not not quick golfers no there's a lot of driving around to different balls we're not hitting them in the same spots two guys you know chris shot like a 104 ethan shot like a one. 35 or something i shot a 117 will shot an 86 he even when he was like hammered he's still just striping him and landing on the green it's absolutely insane and he has no memory whatsoever of what he's done so he's like on every single shot he goes what am i shooting right now how many shots have i had so far what hole is this just complete amnesia he even said afterwards like i think i blacked out for a few holes it's just no idea what's going on but yeah he was just absolutely crushing them uh so that was super fun and then we went back home and i was like okay it's 9.30 when we're back home. I could get, get to bed in a good time. And then the the weed vape comes out. The community ball comes out. The joints come out. And the, the nick vape comes out. And the next thing you know it, it's 1 o'clock. And you're like, okay, I now I got to go to bed. I'm absolutely crushed. Absolutely beat. Did not catch up on any sleep, really, after the last, you know, two hours of sleep from Friday night. And then got a nice two and a half hours uh, on Saturday night. And then back to work this morning. And then went to sleep. And that gets us to right here. Now, it's been a it's been a weekend. Luckily, we got next weekend off. The finally, I can finally next weekend sleep in in my own bed. I was camping last week, couldn't sleep in, even though I still did sleep in when I was camping till like nine. You know, nine's not bad. Yeah, but it'd be nice just to not have an alarm set. I think I mean we're gonna go hiking on Saturday, so I can't sleep on Saturday. But Sunday, I'm gonna sleep in, and I'm actually gonna go to soccer. So, here's to hoping we can get this room clean, start turning things around for Aaron, start getting this train right back on the right track. You know, I like the podcast. I like outputting the podcast. I like having this thing to do. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I want more, more things with my uh, my stamp on it. You know, edit more videos. Record more videos, do more sketches, do just more things, start more conversations, stop being, stop being this guy and be other guy, you know, I don't know. I had some other stuff planned for this podcast, but I don't remember what it was. Talked about my phone, <laughs> the topics this week were tacos, phone chargers, uh, and staying up late. That's really it. Which, I mean, my three things I'm known for at work are uh, rape whistles, uh, cumsicles, and autism. So, I don't have a great, like, uh, checklist 
of things that define me. It seems I gotta, I gotta spice that up. I gotta figure out some some new topics. But also those three things, you know. How many other people got those three things? You know, some people have one or two of them, but how many people have all three? Rapisol, popsicle, not coxicle, cumsicle, and autism. No, that's just an Aaron. That's just the way Aaron is. Yeah, so I guess Westmount. Westmount, I don't know if Westmount is listening. The plan was, honestly, actually, for this podcast was to record a four-man podcast with the boys. And then I didn't remember until like 12.30 last night, and I was like, I cannot do an hour. Like, if we start talking, we're going to go talking for like an hour and a half. And like, I cannot stay up that late. Um, so we're going to have to have the boys back up at some point. Because I would love to have people. There's like so many stories of like all the hockey road trips we've had, like, I don't even talk about the hockey because I honestly don't remember the hockey games, but like everything we did on those trips, I've been saving those stories for like having someone else to talk about it with. Say like the Chicago stories from high school. Like I want to have Reed on here to talk about those. So yeah, I want to figure out a way to get, get more people on the podcast. It's not just me all the time. Just boring you guys with my voice. But uh, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, Westmount, Westmount's listening. I don't know how consistently they're going to be listening though. You know, the word got around... You know, people are talking about it. You got to listen to this episode, Aaron's podcast. They say it's good. That's just very flattering. Also very weird, though, that there's like this this thing going around Westmount that's like directly related to me, my podcast, but I'm also not a part of it because I'm not listening to my own podcast when I'm cutting grass. So it is like, uh, you know, I'm watching people with headphones on when they're cutting. I'm like, are you listening to my podcast? What's going on here? But then I feel like, you know, I don't want to assume people are listening to it because I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't claim to have a great podcast. I don't even like telling people I have a podcast. I like just letting them find it. And I'm not going to deny I have a podcast, you know? I do this for my own enjoyment, though. Um, so, yeah, that's been, a, that's been a weird thing. And, like, slowly, over time, more and more people figure it out and listen to it. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many people or who has listened to it. Uh, and I don't know how consistently people they're going to listen to it. So uh, we'll see if Westmount was listening uh, this week or if they've, uh, they've gotten their fix and they've moved on. Who knows? Uh, either way, I'm still gonna make another episode next week. So hopefully, hopefully with the guest soon, that'd be nice. But I gotta get a second mic, get that whole thing figured out. Yeah. Well, I don't think I have anything else. And honestly, if I do, I might as well just save it for Wednesday when I gotta record again and actually record on Wednesday this time. Tell me, tell me, Aaron, record on Wednesday. Don't. What did I do last one? Actually, last Wednesday, I uh, went to buy a bottle for protein powder. So I got a bunch of protein powder for lifting. So I want to get like yoked. Uh, and then I ended up, it was a nice night. So I ended up walking, doing like, going for like a three hour walk after that. Um, so like not a bad way to spend your evening just walking around. But uh, I could have done the podcast and save myself this, this hour right here. But anyways, I feel like this is a boring one. Yeah, not too happy with this one. So sorry if you uh, had to listen to this whole thing. That's a, it's been a low energy kind of kind of vibe. I could have showered and stuff before, and you know, been more excited. But sometimes they're just uh, you just got to get them done. You know, sometimes you just even when you don't want to do it, you still do it. Hey, Aaron, you're listening. Sometimes when you don't want to do it, you just gotta still do it. Which is uh, what we did today. Sorry if I'm jingling my keys in your ears. Um. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you. Hope you have a wonderful week. Hope you're all having a great summer so far. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. 
and I uh, hope to see you all soon. And if not, hope you listen soon. All right. Take it easy, folks. Aaron out. Hey, you did a great job listening to this podcast, and I really think you're going to do a great job again next week. So be sure to tune in to Aaron Air Out every Monday on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Also, find me on YouTube at Aaron the Brock. Take it easy, folks. for listening hope you enjoyed your stay now take what you learned and have a great day damn it feels good to air out